0: You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew McKay-Smith and I hope, wherever you are in the world and whatever you're doing, you are doing magnificently, spiffingly, bloody well. The guest on this episode of the show is a bloke called Cam Maynard and he is the guitarist in a band from the United States of America called The Contortionist. They are touring across Australia with the band from the UK called Sixth. I'll read out some tour dates. They're all in May. On Wednesday the 2nd they're playing The Zoo in Brisbane Thursday the 3rd, they're playing Max, Max Watts in Melbourne. God, get that right. Friday the 4th, they're playing Sydney at the Manning Bar. Saturday the 5th, they're playing the Gov at Adelaide. And Sunday the 6th, they are playing Roseman Hotel in Perth. Let's hear what Cam has to say. Here we go. Hello, Cam. It's Andy Mackay-Smith calling from Australia, mate. How are you going?
1: Hey, Andy. What's going on? Doing all right?
0: Yeah. You in the middle of the Aussie phone grind at the moment?
1: Yeah, yeah, just uh, just did one, and uh, yeah, I got one more, and that's that's done it. So not, right. too, not too too shabby.
0: Oh, right, how how have they been going, mate? All right.
1: Yeah, the tour's been the tour's been great. We're just on a day off right now uh, here in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, yeah, the tour's been awesome. Uh, we've been kind of setting some of our new records for the band, and oh. uh, it's been really cool. It's been really an awesome. Very
0: successful tour thus far, and uh, yeah, we're having a blast. All right, no worries. So, tell us about the Clairvoyant. I mean, I've been listening to it as one of those albums that when I got it, I ended up listening to it front to back a couple of times uh, just in the first listening, such as the impact that it had. So, I feel it's a prog metal masterpiece in the vein of so many Tool, Dead Letter Circus, and Sleep Makes Waves albums. But made ahead of your Australian tour, how would you describe the album?
1: Uh, that's a good question. How uh, would describe it? I mean, before using those Australian bands uh, that we tour with, it's interesting that I definitely I would have to agree with you. Um, I think naturally um, we're we're trying to do something, but just even bands that we tour with, a lot of people don't realize how you know inspirational that is too. Just from being with those musicians that you play with every day. That even though they might not be, you know, the same thing that you're trying to do, uh, it still rubs off. And uh, no matter what band it may be, it still rubs off and in some way, shape, or form. But um, I'd say I'd have to describe it as the um, reciprocal to uh, language, where whereas language was this uh, kind of trying to be like a self help record and be, you know, philosophical mm-hmm. and, and bright and and nurturing. I think uh Claire was supposed to be the the um, uh, the opposite of that and be more of a straightforward grounded approach to mm-hmm. a, a similar story that's less be, less based in metaphor and more uh uh I guess more realism, just more truthful story than storytelling.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah more of a direct experience kind of yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so you are you are touring Australia with sixth and I had a good chat to Mikey, um, ahead of the tour and he's certainly excited to be touring with you guys. So what can fans expect from the sort of show that you're gonna be putting on?
1: Um, we basically we've been doing uh, this headline here in the in the States and uh and Canada and uh it's been it's been going over well I think. Uh but we're uh, we've got spent some time to add some more things and, uh, change the set a little bit for Australia just to, uh, just, just because we can, just because we have a little bit of time. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think we'll be kind of, yeah, we'll focus on Clay Volant, uh, but I think we'll hit, we'll hit all of our, of our catalog. Um, and we've, we've got some, some new production that we've, we've been using. Uh, pretty cool seeing some new stuff, being able to implement some new gear and mm-hmm. that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. So I think is it I, I don't know whether I read this correctly, but it was saying that Robbie isn't touring with the band down to Australia, is that correct?
1: Uh Joey is actually Joey, um, sorry. He's he's not out with us right now. We've got a silver in German, right, his uh, his twin brother actually. But um yeah, that it's been it's been been great. Uh even though Joe hasn't been out here on the tour, uh it's been awesome uh Johnny and Cannon's been doing a great job and uh it's just kind of cool to play with a uh, and you know just hear how someone else interprets you know songs that mm. you've been playing for ten years maybe, in some cases so it's been it's been kind of refreshing and and uh, he's definitely doing a great job and uh yeah i wouldn't I wouldn't recommend anyone else honestly.
0: Uh, fantastic! What band was the? What's the name of the fill-in drummer, and what band does he come from to fill in for Joey?
1: He's a uh, he, he's a uh, Johnny McCann, and he's a uh, he's actually a, a a friend from our hometown, from Ronnie and Joey's hometown uh, in Indiana. Um, uh, he does a lot of studio and session work. So he plays for a band called Coven, and uh, he's done he's he's worked with a lot of people, but it's uh, on a more uh, Studio and uh, session faces. that kind of work. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's been he's been great and really uh, yeah, making it work, making it work just just fine. So mm,
0: cool. Now, what's the most memorable tour that you've been on?
1: I think um, oh, they go, they kind of do us, like, There's a there's a loaded question. I think uh, the more and more. Things evolve and get more um, streamlined, and you know, traveling on a bus and, and having just things taken care of that you didn't have when you first started touring. Um, I, I kind of often say that we'll never have that much fun ever again. But you know, I don't mean that in a depressing, you know, in a dep- depressing way. I just think that some of the more uh, the more vivid memories we have are, are when we sort first of started touring. We had that kind of in- innocence about us. Where, you know, we might stay, you know, stay with somebody we just met that night at the show because they offered, uh, they offered their apartment or whatever, you know. Nice. So we, yeah. We a lot, a lot of things, uh, you know, a lot of different things that you normally wouldn't just dive into, um, kind of, just seem to happen naturally based on, on those terms. So it's kind of like, um, I think one of the, you know, like the early. Australian tour—the very first time we came to Australia, that was in uh, 2010, November of 2010. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, just because we we were staying with you know a friend on you know on their floor, we woke up and they saw huntsman spider and had to <laughs> you know, they had the whole freak out session because we'd never seen something like that before. And, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think yeah, that's something that I have a vivid memory of. Whereas you know, some of the more recent tours, they kind of uh, it seems like less of an experience in a way, uh, just because you don't have that innocence yeah. anymore of uh, just random things happening being a part of your life.
0: Yeah, it becomes the new normal, doesn't it? So you sort of adapt and acclimatize to what's actually going on. But when you're starting out, everything is new and fresh and exciting, and everything's a learning experience. Right,
1: right, right. And I think traveling traveling abroad is kind of always. Feels that way naturally. It just feels like a different shake of pace, and uh, you don't really know how to how to how to manage your day as well as you would in your normal routine when you're you know at home. So mm. it's kind of it's cool. Yeah, outside of your, your
0: comfort zone. So I asked. I had a chat to Robbie about eight or nine months back um, on the eve of the release of Clairvoyant. So I asked him this question. And I'll ask you now, what bands inspired you to become a musician?
1: Mm, that's, that's great. Um, a band in particular, I would have to say, um, if I really had to, to kind of vote and like to, and take a poll, I would have to say, Coeaton Cambria is a band that,, got, you know, got me into the composi- composition. Whereas, like, I, when I learned how to play guitar, I learned, you know, I learned, you know, the base, some basic chords and, and learned how to kind of learn my way around the fretboard. And, but it wasn't until that band kind of came along where I was like, ooh, I want to try and, and do something like that in particular. And uh, even though I've been playing guitar for a little while, I think that naturally is what got me to want to play music and compose and be a songwriter. Hmm.
0: Fair enough. Now, here's a good question for you. Actually, I don't ask too many people this question, but I'm inspired to ask you, good self. If it all ended tomorrow, do you think you've achieved everything you wanted to as a musician?
1: Oh, of course, but no. There's, there's, there'll never, there'll never be a time when I, uh, you know, that's the beauty of, of the human condition, right? Is that you, you're never satisfied, you know. There's, mm. it's all about relative, relative position, you know. I think even if you're, you know someone like Donald Trump who's, you know, the president of the United States right now, uh, whether you love him or hate him, it's like, that's a, he, he, he still wants more. You know, he's not satisfied. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's ever going to be satisfied. Uh, there's too much, there's too many things, too many breaking points, you know, not just learning information with the guitar, with, you know, musical theory and composition. It's, it's more so just constant, reflective moments where it's, you know, something that you've learned, you're learning something, but you're not really receiving any new information. You're just learning how to, how to kind of organize the information that you've, you know, retained in your head. And yeah, I think that's naturally just naturally always looking for something else and always Mm. being glad of the the insights you currently have. Yeah. Knowing Um, you didn't have them before. I think that's,
0: Oh, fair enough, and final question for you is uh, about Australian fans and listeners, so have you received a lot of feedback from us over the years? I take it that you have, because if you toured here back in 2010, that was fairly early on in the band's career, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think we've, uh, we we went over there again with, uh, with uh, uh, most recently with "Sleep Makes Waves, and uh, I think that was the biggest indicator that we, we still have, you know, uh, we're building our 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 support there, and you know, our fan base is, is obviously apparent now. Whereas you know, years ago we would we would be able to go and 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 do a headlining tour, and just we didn't have that kind of uh, you know uh, hype, I guess, or mm. you know, we weren't uh, as well known in the in the Australian sector. Mm. Yep. But I, I really love you know Australia, I and mean, I see a lot of similarities between uh, the states and Australia, and as, as far as the entertainment industry, uh, I think it's it's not so far removed from each other. So I think we, it's it's a great market for us to have because it reminds us a lot of uh, of playing here in, at home.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of similarities, I agree with you. I've been to the States a few times now, and um, look, people talk about the differences, but there's far more that we have in, in common as a society. And uh, not to go off on too much of a tangent, but I can only really think of, there's only two things about American society that really differ from Australia and vice versa. That's the universal healthcare thing and the gun thing. You know, we, we don't really have guns right, in right. Australia and we have universal healthcare and you're on the opposite side of the spectrum to that. But apart from that, they're very similar societies.
1: Right, right.
0: You know, so which um, which which city gives you the best feedback in Australia or the best response in Australia?
1: I think, uh, as far as trying to you know see a trend and a pattern, I think uh, anytime we play Sydney, I, I think that's just because it's one of the bigger markets and it's kind of like the New York City show mm, equipment. Yeah. Um, I feel like those are generally the biggest. Uh, biggest uh, venues the biggest turnouts, but uh, at the same time i think i don't know i think melbourne is is really uh it reminds me of more uh, more academic uh i feel like people study music more there i guess i don't know it just seems like more of a uh a crafted atmosphere for music rather than just a, a commercial atmosphere
0: mm. for music. yeah yeah i think you, you probably might You might have it spot on there, actually. I'm just trying to think about what the key differences are. I'm from Brisbane, okay, so we're a bit different. We're a bit more like Florida up here or or San Diego, I suppose. Right, right. yeah. A bit more of an outdoor lifestyle sort of uh, thing. So people sort of get into the vibe of music as opposed to music as an intellectual pursuit. I'm not saying everybody does, of course, but that's generally the feedback that I get as well. Sure. yeah, Yeah. makes sense. Well, that's it. Thank you so much, mate. Um, I'll try and definitely try and be in the audience when you guys right. to us. So, uh, yeah, congratulations on a career to date, mate, and long may you continue to make music. All
1: right, yeah. Well, thanks for your time and uh, keep touch. and I hope to, hope to see you soon, Maybe
0: And at uh, we'll down on No worries, mate. All right, all the very best and thank you. Actually,
1: see you. Have a good day.
0: You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay Smith, and that was my conversation with Cam Maynard, the guitarist in a band called The Contortionist. Thank you so much for listening.